When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of our Arsenal Agenda series. Join you Monday to Friday, 10 a.m. UK time. I'm joined this morning by Charlie. How are you doing, mate? You good? You well? Yeah, not too bad. I, I said yesterday, it's, there's a lot of exciting things to come. And to be fair, I, we'll be speaking about some of the exciting things that will hopefully come for Arsenal just, just now, to be fair. Mm, no, absolutely. Yeah, fingers crossed um, that Arsenal can do the business this summer and get in some of their key targets. Because if they're successful, it's quite an exciting squad that could be on offer to Mikel Arteta for the forthcoming season. Uh, we'll get straight into things and start with Ilkay Gundogan, obviously double scorer in the FA Cup final, expected to start again this weekend in the Champions League final as well. Suggestions are that Arsenal have made a two-year offer to the German international. Man City's offer is, is around one year, uh, which could be a bit of an issue, and Barcelona are also in the race. How do you feel about Arsenal potentially moving for the German international? Uh, genuinely, I think he's one of my favourite players that we would be able to sign. It, like, <clears throat> I'd much rather, to be fair, I'd much rather I sign him than... Well, I say much. I, I, me personally, I'd prefer Gundogan over Caicedo if we're going to get Declan Rice. But that's only if we're going to get Declan Rice, if you know what I mean. I, I think we need to secure that first and then we can move elsewhere. But the, the thing with Gundogan, I've spoken, I've spoken about it so many times. He always seems to have a purple patch towards the end of the season when it really gets down to the nitty and gritty you saw obviously against Manu, he just he produced two amazing goals. The first one was outstanding. And then he also comes up with goals towards the end of Man City's Premier League season. He did it last year. I think he scored two um when they beat Aston Villa 3-2. So that he he always seems to produce as it gets harder and harder and harder to keep the level up. And that is something that Arsenal need. You you saw this season that that is something that Arsenal need. We saw that we kind of like went out of steam, whether it was experience, whether it was that, the, that we run out of steam, or whether it was just that we couldn't compete with Man City. Either, either one, bringing in Gundogan would help every single one of them because Gundogan has obviously the, he has the quality of Man City, of, of playing week in, week out for them, scoring, when it when he needs to be when Man City needs to be scoring, and he he's obviously very experienced. He's won the Premier League a few times. He was uh, Pep Guardiola's first signing, so he's he's now won it five in five times in six years with them. So that's not too bad for him. Um, 
and he's 30 i think he's 33 years of age and uh i think both umar and i have said it. i think you might have said it. he just seems to be kind of like aging like a fine wine he seems to be getting better and better each season i don't know what it is he just seems to be getting better and better and we know what City are like with contracts as as players get uh, players are getting on, like they did with Fernandinho. They didn't offer him the contract that he necessarily wanted at City, but they kept him. They they I think they kept him for another year, and then he left after that. So it seems like that's what they're trying to do with Gundogan. But Gundogan obviously wants that three year contract that City aren't willing to pay. They're only willing to do that for one year. Whereas Barcelona, they've come in with a free. They've actually come in with a three-year deal, according to the Metro. I've got it right here. They've tabled a three-year contract offer around $7.7 million per season or 150000 a week, which whether Arsenal are able to kind of compete with that is obviously that that's another story. But um, according to, I think it is sport, well, a, a, a Spanish sports source that BBC of... of um, yeah, website. Yeah, um, they... They've said that um, we've tabled a two-year offer, which obviously it's not what Gundogan necessarily wanted, but it means that he can stay in the Premier League and he's got obviously a relationship with Arteta. He can stay in England. Barcelona are probably the favourites to sign him at this rate, especially with how they've just tabled that three-year offer. But I think it's kind of a step for It's obviously a step forward in the race with him. If we're tabling an offer of two years, it seems like, we are really interested in him, which I'm happy with. Whether we're able to compete with Barcelona, I'm not 100% sure because Gundogan wants that three-year contract. That kind of like ties him down. Seven and up, seven point seven million a, year, a season for three years isn't too bad, is it? And I mean, we're, I think the fact that we've been able to table a two-year kind of shows that we're still in the race for it. We're not necessarily up at the top of it like Barcelona are, but it, it seems like we're chasing. That's kind of like what it seems to me, but whether Arsenal will have talks with him, have further talks with him, try and negotiate, that remains to be seen. And whether Gundogan would want to stay in the Premier League or go to La Liga, obviously is a choice for him to be made, but it's a difficult one, I'd say, because people obviously say that the Premier League is the best, best league in the world. And I think... Every single person here, including me and you, TC, that that is the case. Obviously, Barcelona did win the league last, uh, the season just gone, but that doesn't mean to say that the Premier League isn't better. And that might be a talking point for Arteta, for Edu, if we're going to even continue these talks further. And it'll be interesting to see what Gundogan thinks of it. Hopefully, we can time down. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The hope is that obviously we can do that. Um, I think obviously it would take a lot of pressure off of the midfield acquisitions that Arsenal need to bring in as well. You know, if Arsenal could lock in Gundogan, 
that's probably their Arsenal have wanted kind of looking at a player that can do more going forwards. And I think Gundogan's offered a lot of that for Man City, obviously. So there was interest in Mason Mount that kind of quickly dissipated. But I don't necessarily think a, a deal for Gundogan rules out Arsenal moving for both of Caicedo and Rice either. I think Arsenal arguably with Xhaka leaving needed Gundogan uh, or a player of that ilk anyway to come in and add some goals to the midfield because, you know, Xhaka contributed nearly double the goals and assists that both Rice and Caicedo had combined last season in the Premier League. So that was certainly something that Arsenal needed to consider. And Gundogan adds goals, he adds experience, he adds clutch moments where he scores in big times um, and the experience and take them to the end. Some people don't like the idea of Arsenal kind of getting the offcuts of Man City. You know, we've done that with Zinchenko and Jesus. But I mean, you look at the evidence of what that brought. It took Arsenal to a title race. Gundogan as well is a player that Man City want to keep. You know, they were willing to let Zinchenko and Jesus go. They want to keep Gundogan. If Arsenal get hold of him, it would be a little bit of a them getting one up, I suppose, on on Man City in that regard. Speaking of potential other incoming, sticking with midfield, Javi Simmons, uh, the Netherlands international PSV player, uh, of course, formerly of PSG, who have a buyback clause of around 12 million euros, it's expected to be. But whether or not Simmons would return to PSG is, is a big part of that. Arsenal have this interest in the player. He's recently switched agents to David Dean's son, uh, which obviously means that he's got quite a lot of links to the club as well. And there's reports that apparently the agent wants to place him more toward Arsenal than anywhere else. What do you make of the player? Uh, I really like him. Um, I hadn't really seen much of him before he played against Arsenal in the Europa League, but seeing him against Arsenal, he, I think he was arguably their best player. And uh, I think that this would be an amazing signing if we we're able to keep it, to actually tie him down. The, I'm not sure how much it is or how I think, but I know that he's very young. I think he's about 21, something like that. So even younger. So that is, that would be phenomenal if we're, if we're able to time down. Yes. He, he might not have it, as much experience as what we're looking for, because obviously that's, that was possibly our downfall last season. However, that's still a fantastic kind of way forward for Arsenal that we're able to get this quality PSG have a buyback clause for a reason because he's so talented because he's got so much potential and we've seen with Arteta he's been able to kind of bring out a lot of potential in a lot of players. We've seen that it, that like Gabriel Martinelli has complete he's shone so bright this season and Ketia even when Gabriel Jesus was injured he was able to kind of like shine through and. Saliba, he's come out of. It seems like he's come out of nowhere for us, obviously because he's been out on loan for two seasons. But he's come in and done fantastically well. Ben White, yeah. he's moved out onto the right. You know what I mean? Arteta's been doing. A, he's been doing so well with young players and kind of make, helping them produce and helping them progress. And Xavi Simons, I'm sure, no doubt, Arteta would be able to do that. And he's already a fine player. Um, and I mean, with PSG, they've they've just signed Aguate. I think that's how you say his name. And they've just, I think, and they've just, I think they've tied um, uh, Marco Asensio down as well. So that kind of pushes PSG out a little bit in the signing of Xavi Simons because if they're bringing in two players that are possibly in the same role as Xavi Simons, I'm not actually quite sure what um, role Aguate plays in the midfield, but. Asensio, he can play in the position that Xavi Simons plays. He can play out on the wing and so can Xavi Simons. And I think that is actually quite a, a boost for Arsenal in the fact that P 
PSG have brought someone else in instead of actually being like, you know what, let's actually go back for Xavi Simons. We'll we'll get him in for, did you say, 12 million in the release clause? So that is actually quite a step forward for Arsenal if we're going to further our interest. I'd be very happy if we do sign him because, well, just for the reasons that I've said, he's he's actually been, he did really well in the Europa League. Did he score against us or was it offside? It was one or the other or both. Score in the end. I think he had one that was ruled out for offside, but I think he did score. Um, I think it might have been outside the box or something. Like, wasn't it, the scoreline? Yes, I think it was that one. Um, uh, no, he didn't score. Joey Veerman and Luke de Jong scored in the game. But he definitely scored and had one ruled out, though. I do remember yes. that. Yeah, yeah. So, But he, even so, he, he's show, he was showing a lot of signs to, that he is a great player. And he, he's done so continuously in the... Uh, in the Eredivisie, I mean, if there's any FIFA players in here, he's got a team of the season, so he's <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to be doing something right. So oh, I think I he'd be that. a very I good mean, player. Players a team of the seasons, and I'm looking at it like what? Like I, I looked on FIFA the other day, Gabriel, his best card on FIFA is an 84. Oh, that's a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I wouldn't use yeah. FIFA as the uh, barometer of quality <laughs> necessarily. But I, I hear that's what you're true. saying. Look, He's a very talented young player, and I think you know there's a lot of players after him. I did an article the other day, statistically looking at him, and he compares really well to Odegaard. He outperforms, in, especially kind of on the ball. Uh, Odegaard, passing wise, is obviously a superior player, but he offers a lot on the ball. And I think Arsenal need a few more technical players to, to you know, dribble that through uh, the opposition, add a little bit more intensity and drive as well. So, I look forward to, to hopefully seeing if that is indeed one that Arsenal get done uh, coming through. I think it'd be a fantastic signing for Arsenal. Uh, and lastly, to discuss is Ivan Fresneda uh, with Real Valladolid going down and being relegated. There's an expectation of a 20 million euro price tag uh, around the Spanish youth player. Uh, he's a player, obviously, that I know Arsenal like a lot. And Dortmund are also very interested in him. Uh, for that amount of money, though, it seems almost like a no-brainer for Arsenal to go in and get someone of that quality and that amount of potential as well. Yeah, definitely. The I think... I think it's good that we're looking for a player of that, that's young, that's actually a, a, an out and out fullback, is what it seems. I mean, Tommy Asu, we know I, I do really rate him, but he is a very, very liable player. But then also, he's a player that can play on the left. And if we're going to get rid of Tierney, then Tommy Asu could be someone that could play on the left. We've also got Kivior. But then, if we bring in Fresneda, you say 20 million. We might be, even be able to get him for a little bit less than that, and so and that amount of money for someone so young, he's clearly getting a lot of kind of attention elsewhere, as you say from Dortmund. I mean, his his price tag is literally, I think it's over halved over the last however many months. And I remember speaking about him quite a, maybe a couple of months ago. I think he was about 50, 60 million. So the fact that it's able to the fact that he's now at 20 million euros and our, and the fact that our interest is continuing with him, I completely agree with you. I think that he is, I think it would be a no-brainer to sign him because it's not um, it's not so much amount of money. If we're able to get him for even less as well, that's that's perfect for us because we're just bolstering our squad in more positions again and again and again. And we're obviously we're looking for midfielders, but then We've got to put our focus somewhere else other than the midfielders. We've still got to look elsewhere. We're still trying to improve. 
We've all spoken about it before. We've got to be quite ruthless in this transfer window. We're getting rid of Tierney and it looks like we're going to bring in, well, we're looking to bring in Fresneda. And that's that's moving forward. That's making steps forward in this kind of transfer window in, in making steps forward as a club as a whole. The fact that we're able to get rid of someone that however much money, maybe 30 million around that, whatever, and bringing someone a little bit cheaper that's younger, that's got a lot of potential, that's got a lot of interest from elsewhere. That's only positive. That's that's really positive, uh, kind of like a way forward. And yes, we are trying different things out. We're trying Partey at right back and Kivio out, out on the left. We might bring Caicedo who can play on that side, but... That adds a lot more variety to Arsenal's game and that rotation could help Arsenal a lot. And especially with being in the Champions League, we're, we're, we will need rotation. I think we will because, yes, we were in the Europa League last season, but we could tell that when we rotated our squad, it just wasn't as good as what we needed it to be if we're going to compete at, well, in if we're going to reach the final. And... With it now being in the Champions League, we're like, okay, we need to keep our squad as as fit as possible. We need to keep on tabling a a, a starting eleven that is still top top quality because we want to get as far as we can in this Champions League. It's the first time in six years that we've been in this competition, so we want to go as far as we can. We've all we always want to go as far as we can in any competition, but you know what I'm trying to say. We want to keep our squad as high quality as possible, and bringing in someone like Fresneda, who is clearly of good quality. I, Me personally, I don't know much of him. I haven't actually seen him play, but he's clearly got something about him. And the fact that we, if we're able to bring him in, as I say, we'll, add, we'll kind of like add a variety to Arsenal's structure. Teams won't know exactly what they're coming up against because, I mean, I'm, I think I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. It seems like teams have kind of started to figure Arsenal out and how they play, how to kind of press us, how to counter us. It seemed like that's kind of what teams were able to figure out to do. And I think that was part of Arsenal's downfall. And now the fact that um, Arteta's trying something new and it clearly works against Wolves, that it can only mean that it could actually be a very dangerous kind of tactic, pardon me, to... To other t- um, for Arsenal against other teams. And the fact that we're able to rotate, change our structure, teams won't know what they're coming up against, as I said. And that's a very powerful tool for Arsenal. Absolutely. You know, I think, you know, I've watched now a significant amount of Fresneda from doing research into him and, and doing, you know, the breakdowns and stuff on him. And he offers Arsenal something different, sure. But he also offers Arsenal some good defensive side of his game. You know, he's good defensively, likes a tackle, likes, you know, one-on-one situations. He's faster than the options that we've got. Yes, he needs to refine his game in the final third somewhat, but, you know, we have that as well with White. You know, he still needs to refine his game in the final third. I think giving that option to, you know, that strength on that right-hand side is going to be good for allowing Saliba to have depth with White coming into the centre-back row if we ever needed him to, to rotate. It's that rotation is what's going to be key for us next season and adding strength and depth and adding a player of real quality and talent and potential like Fresneda would be an asset. Sasha Bowie is the other one that we've been linked to as 
well. And, you know, he again will be at the under 21s Euros this summer also. So he'll be one to keep an eye on too. Um, but yeah, there's lots, there's lots going on in the world of Arsenal transfers and we'll be keeping you up to date with it. Charlie, thank you so much for your time this morning. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me and thank you to everyone watching once again. I also appreciate that. <laughs> Absolutely. Drop a like on the video if you've enjoyed the show. Stick with us across the course of the transfer window across this summer. We'll be back with more shows, breakdowns, discussions, chats, etc. as we go through it. Have a fantastic Tuesday and as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way.